Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, ArmorAll, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on ArmorAll products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. You listen to Green, green. you might turn red. red. This is the Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. Emails to Roy at RoyGreenShow.com and uh, Twitter is at the Roy Green Show. Tomar84, Steve Doc, at Tomar84 tweets, So, Mr. Green, your conspiracy theory this week is climate change as a socialist-communist takeover plot. Where the hell did you get that idea? But you may be right. Uh, and then he follows up with, uh, So, could your guest tell us how much subsidy oil companies get? Equals tax breaks, incentives, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. They pay a lot of taxes, too, um, Tomar, 84. They pay billions in taxes. But you know when you really believe in something and, and it really matters to you? Uh, some people, and I'm not necessarily accusing you of that, whoever you are. You can call in, by the way. Um, you don't see the uh, you, you can't see the other side of the argument. Dave in Calgary emails this guy has no idea. A car cannot produce its own electricity, maybe a little when it goes downhill, and these cars need energy produced from fossil fuels for the next 10 to 30 years. Thus they are not as clean as people think. That was our caller from Cal- from Vancouver who said the cars produce their own energy well. They don't. A little bit. That's what an alternator is for, isn't it? Anyway, let's go back to Vancouver and Rick. Hello, Rick. What's this stupid phone system? I say is that uh, electric vehicles are vehicles are, are pie in the sky. They're dreaming in Technicolor. Yeah. Because uh, if when you get to British Columbia, you're going to start climbing mountains when you're on your holidays. Yeah. And when you climb a mountain, you need more electricity, more power to get up it. And yeah, you might make a little bit going down, but it isn't enough to keep you moving. And I got a six hundred horsepower car. First, pardon me. And I've got a six hundred horsepower car. There you go. Well, you wouldn't make it two hundred miles from Calgary before you ran out of electricity, and you have to start hoofing it. Yeah. yeah. And then you'd be green. Well, I'm not against keep having a clean planet. I've said that forever. I, I don't like it when people pollute. I, I hate that. When people just pollute for the sake of polluting or making a mess for the sake of making a mess, or they're too lazy to clean up after themselves. But this whole idea of our entire lives and our entire way of life has to be changed because Al Gore decided we had climate change, or because some some of the scientists in climate science decided that their computer modeling was telling us that the world was going to collapse. You know, we had with the Roy, former Roy, the the, the, the chairman the chairman of the IPCC. Sorry to go on on here, Rick, but yeah. the chairman of the IPCC. Uh, said a number of years ago that the that the glaciers uh, would be gone, I think, in Greenland by whatever the year was, 2015, and then he had to admit that he made it up. 
I'm not. I'm not. I'm not exactly right about the date and the numbers, but he had to admit that he made that up. From 19. Sorry, Pachuri, I, I think have is a, his name. I have a clipping from 1994 yeah. from the London London Times columnist, I believe, yeah. and it was a report to the British Parliament, and they brought in a policy, and they they've kept to it, and yeah. and the policy was to make it as uncomfortable for car drivers for for vehicles as they could to get to force people out of their cars into into mass transit, and their fuel is eight dollars a liter there. And that's all taxes, or most of it's taxes. You know, Rick, I thank you for the call. It's it's really not, I'm not arguing against electric cars. But if they're not economically feasible, if they're not practical, if it doesn't make any sense, if it costs the uh, taxpayer tremendously to keep them on the road, and if the, the people who earn the least are the ones who have to subsidize them the most, which appears to be the case in California, where's the fairness in all of this? David is in Edmonton, joining us on the Green Show on the Corners Radio Network. Hello, David. Hey, how's it going? Good, sir. How are you doing? Good. Uh, love your show. Thank you. Um, I just wanted to state, uh, you touched on it there just before the break, was the, the mining process um, of these lithium batteries. Like, I don't know if you've seen pictures of a lithium mine, but it is outrageous, the, uh, the environmental impact of these mines. And everybody that thinks that these electric cars are going to save the planet, there's a lithium shortage first off, so they're not going to have enough to build all these batteries to run these electric cars. But the mining process in these third world countries that don't have the environmental standards that we do in Canada, the oil sands, it's it's disgusting what they're doing over there. Describe a, describe one of these lithium mines. But it's like an open pit mine, so they just they, they blast and dig massive holes in the grounds. Uh, you can only imagine what is being released into the, the water tables out there. Like you can just you Google uh, pictures of lithium mines, and then Google a SAG D oil sands project, and you tell me what looks worse. Yeah, let me read you something. Uh, did you know that cell phones, on average, are used for less than eighteen months before being replaced? In America alone, more than 140 million cell phones will end up in a landfill this year. Not only do they take up landfill space, but they also present a huge hazard. Cell phones contain such toxic materials as lead, cadmium, nickel, and or lithium. When placed in a landfill, these toxins will leach out and contaminate the soil as well as the drinking water. Choosing to recycle cell phones will keep these toxins out of the landfills. So I found that, it, and, and just from, this is just observation, that a number of the people who call and, 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 and argue that, uh, you know, that, that cars are horrid and that they're damaging the, the world and, and, and the resources and the climate and the, the quality of life, and I say to them, I've done this a couple of times on the air, how long do you keep your phone? Oh, about a year. No, 100%. And you can just imagine it's, it's, it's not convenient to take it to the recycling depots to dispose of properly. Yeah. You can just imagine what's going to happen with all these batteries from the cars once they get to the end of their lives. Exactly. Exactly. Thank you for the call, David. Have a great weekend or great remainder of a Sunday. Thank you, sir. All the best. So we'll take a break, and when we come back, we'll tell you more about what's a lot of passion over this issue. And uh, I, I think the passion is more about the broader subject of the environment and climate than it is about electric vehicles. The whole subject really was going to be about electric cars or electric vehicles, but then it broad-based more, and that's fine. If you want to do that, uh, then we'll do it.
But uh, we'll bring this up another day. There's obviously a lot of passion about the issue. We'll take a break, come back and tell you about the next hour and what's ahead for the rest of the show today. Stay with us.